Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Modern technology and good police work continue to solve cold cases in Monroe County, which has been on numerous occasions a place for victims of unfortunate circumstances to be unceremoniously dumped. But with the help of the Michigan State Police Missing Persons Coordination Unit and the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System at the University of North Texas, it has become increasingly possible to match DNA with other evidence from crime scenes. With these efforts, people can be identified and in some cases, answers provided to their families. During the past 15 years, there have been six unknown person cases resolved in Monroe County through the resources and technology that are now available to law enforcement. The most recent success story involved that of Dolores Griffin, who disappeared from her Illinois home in 1975. Her daughter, Sheila Henson, who was 13 years old at the time her mother went missing, said she never gave up hope looking for answers. As the pieces of the story finally came together in recent weeks, Henson said she, the family, and police are certain that her father, Frank Edwin Griffin Sr., killed their mother before dumping her body in a pond at Sterling State Park in Monroe. Six months after his wife disappeared, Frank Griffin committed suicide. We all knew she would never come back, Henson said. No one knows why Monroe was Dolores' final location. Detectives at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office knew that she was murdered as there were stab wounds to the heart and signs that she was severely beaten. They took fingerprints and DNA, but didn't get a match. And with little to go on, she was buried at Roselawn Memorial Park under the name of Jane Doe. A few weeks ago, Monroe County Sheriff's Office Detective Mike Preedmore got a phone call from Lori Brusky. She previously worked for the Michigan State Police as a forensics expert and is now at the Missing Persons Bureau at North Texas University. Brusky noticed when looking through cases that there was a possible match on the dates from when Dolores Griffin went missing and when a body was found in Monroe County. Preedmore reopened the case. DNA was obtained from the victim's hair, which had been kept in evidence. He then contacted family members and obtained their DNA. There was a match. We may never know the full story, Preedmore said. There was no confession, and the main suspect is dead. But Henson is grateful. The family is making preparations to exhume her body and bury her in Kentucky, where she lives now. A memorial service will take place in March. All these years, and we didn't know where she was buried, Henson said. I'm thankful to bring her home, and we're bringing her home. We got justice for my mother. In addition to Dolores Griffin, the other cold cases that have been solved in recent years in Monroe County are Carla Tucker, who was 14 when she disappeared in 1979. In 1992, her body was found in a 55-gallon drum at a Carleton landfill. She was identified in 2015. Stephen R. Hudson's body was found January 14, 2008 in Lake Erie, near the Fermi II nuclear power plant. A year later, he was identified as a 36-year-old from Toronto. Ronald Norman, age 42, disappeared on December 8, 1991 in Detroit. His body was discovered in Lake Erie in Monroe County in April 1992. 
He was identified in 2011. Kimberly Worthily was a 21-year-old Indiana woman who went missing in 1982. Her body washed ashore near Detroit Edison's Monroe Power Plant that same year. She was identified in 2012. And Ruth Hoffman, age 44, of River Rouge, disappeared June 30, 1986. Her remains were found off Hyven Road in Exeter Township six months later. She was identified in 2013. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.